What if you were born with a disease that you always knew would kill you? And then what if all of a sudden you were given a second chance? Well, that's exactly what happened to me. And it's the question that we explore on the new podcast series, Breathless from Snack Labs. Join me, Jeremy Saunders, for a series that explores what it means to live and die, to love and to lose, and what it's like to have your whole life turned upside down and the unexpected challenges that come with a life-saving drug. You can listen to Breathless now, wherever you get your podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, baby. Hello, my love. Ready to talk about some sex? Yeah. <clears throat> Sweet. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. I'm leading an eye-gazing workshop at the time of this recording this evening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not going to help any of the listeners because it'll be over and done with. We're I recording know, this a week ahead of time. But if you've ever done s- <laughs> such a thing or attended any sort of event or organized group activity... Maybe it's helpful for you to know that leading up to, there are a lot of questions and research and preparation being done on how to make it most effective for participants. And let me tell you something, it is not always easy to bring like your deepest, most available self and be like, here we go. I am going to lead this thing that I have never led before and trust the universe. Are you stressing about it tonight? Well, so I'm only really stressing because it's such a long, I have such a long day ahead right. of me. 
Well, we'll get this recording out of the way, and then you can get back to planning your eye-gazing workshop, which I guess is, is going to be, uh, what, people just sitting in front of each other, just looking deep into each other's eyes for uh, an hour straight? Uh, there will be some coloring. Okay. All right. Sure. There'll be a little bit of yoga. You yeah. gotta, you gotta prepare gotta your, you gotta prepare your face for looking <clears throat> in somebody's eyes. You gotta right. stretch your eye, your eyes out as big and wide as you can. Yeah, it's a pretty intimate thing. And then squint them up. Yeah. Okay. And open okay. and close and open. Really? Yeah. Actually, for real. Yeah, and up and down and all around. All right. So you can just look straight ahead. What's the point of this? Why? Why would someone want to do this? Um. Well, it it's a really interesting experiment. If you. Uh, if you have ever been in a yoga class or something where someone's like, okay, now find your own eyes in the mirror and look at your eyes. For some uh-huh. people, that's really, really, really hard. And then <clears throat> to lock eyes with somebody else and be in eye contact with them, um, someone without talking, without like, I mean, you can laugh, you can cry, you can do whatever is happens emotionally. You yeah. can express your feelings but you just no talking no touching just be there with how uncomfortable it may be well that's exciting it is exciting i mean it's not for everybody they say it's actually not really that great for people with um various different kinds of learning disabilities because it can be quite anxiety inducing right sure like someone who's on the spectrum or something like, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. yeah right that but makes there, sense but there are health benefits to eye contact and like bonding uh chemicals that do you ever make like deep body? eye contact while you're coming it's been a long time. Man, I love that. Yeah. I love that. I, I do like to say, look at me as soon as someone says that they're coming. Yeah, me too. That's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. I love it. Speaking of coming, I got something to fucking tell you, man. Oh, great. Uh, so remember, I, I think like not too long ago, it, I think it was like the maybe the first week of January or maybe it was just before January. I was saying how like I want 2019 to be like the year of the best sex of my life. Yeah. I'm fucking doing it. Okay, great. we're off to a great start. Are you this year? Yeah, it's just great. I'm just I'm having, um, I'm having a lot of really good sex. Do you have like a bingo card with like different bits that you want to like definitely like bucket list bingo? I, I sh- maybe I should write something down uh, because if I had written these things down, one of those little bingo dauber squares would have been daubed off the other night. Oh, I finally have had i've i finally was in a sexual um encounter mm-hmm. where um the person that i was with uh squirted i thought i look i honestly thought squirting yeah maybe was a myth okay i feel like i've had a, a fair amount of sexual encounters yeah i've never come up against someone who actually like full-on squirts yeah i've met people who've like get very wet and like kind of gush i guess a bit but this was like um this particular person it was it was like a squirted it was like a you know you know <laughs> you know the there's like old school um uh you know what fucking, i'm the the water's the grass yeah what is that called a sprinkler <laughs> yeah it was like one of those old school sprinklers. It was fucking crazy, man. Okay. It was fine. And here's the thing, here's the thing is I had no idea. A, no warning. Okay. There was it, it, at no point did she say, "Oh, by the way, I scored a bunch." Okay. And then B, it, while it was first happening, I was so confused cuz I was like, "Uh-oh. Where like did I did water spill?" And then and then I'm like looking down, I'm going, "Oh my god, what is happening?" And I was kind of like panicky. 
and then I, 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 I like, I pulled myself out yeah. of this person to like inspect what's happening underneath us. Yeah. And then it just kept happening and I was going, oh my God, this is, I almost like got up and went like, like exclaimed like, this is it! Eureka! Yeah. Yeah. It was hilarious. It was, am- it, and it was amazing. I really love, like, I really was into it. Yeah. There's one thing I would say though. You gotta give some warning because you gotta put some fucking towels down. Dude. A hundred percent. What did you do? How did you clean up? Uh, I spent the evening. Cleaning uh, up? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Was yeah. It, it wasn't on my mattress. No, it wasn't on your mattress. Okay, great. No. Was it on this couch I'm sitting It's literally on? where you're sitting right oh, now. Oh, yeah. I figured. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, this couch has seen some things. This couch has seen some awful things. If we ever go to sell this couch, we need to just put it on the curb. Yeah, okay. It's a beautiful couch, though. It is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, give some warning. Congratulations. You know, let, let, warning's a good thing, I think. Yeah, I mean, you don't always know. Like, I don't know when it's going to happen. Yeah, I guess. I guess you wouldn't know if it's going to happen, but like, I guess, yeah. Yeah, there's really yeah, I only, I mean. Well, afterwards, it was it was revealed that this is a pretty common occurrence. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> Probably bring your own towels. Yeah, yeah or man, I'll, fuck, I'll lay them down some of mine. Remember our first conversation about squirting <clears throat> back by Disney prince yes that's right uh yeah she brought her own towels for the occasion that's right she did yeah yeah that, homie. that dude was like i'm gonna make you squirt and she was like oh well alrighty I, then I'll, i'm I'll, packing I'll. for the beach <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah smart um yeah so i was really excited um I, that was like a checklist item for me and uh and yeah i just like i just it's the coolest fucking th- it's such a cool crazy thing it's yeah. a crazy thing uh-huh there's a lot of people talking about it right now squirt yeah <laughs> why uh well i don't know i think it's just like some science that's coming right out like how much it. of it is pee how much of it yeah, is yeah everybody wants to know if it's pee you know and like whatever who cares well i mean but, it, it didn't have a smell no. i noticed that it yeah. was pretty uh it was pretty clear although pee can be clear yeah um maybe she was very hydrated yeah maybe yeah there's um i follow somebody on um Facebook, and she was just recently on Dan Savage. She goes by Dr. Zana. (coughs) And she talks a lot about, like, sex science. And just recently I saw... She was actually on Dan Savage talking about squirting. Um, But I honestly have to say that I was too stoned when i was listening to it so i didn't actually okay. uh, didn't retain retain anything. a thing Every, everything science knows about squirting which admittedly is not a lot which is why i created a survey for all of you to take and i mean all of you so you can find that at squirtingsurvey.com that's from dr Whoa, Zana. cool yeah so she's got some questions here uh she wants to know how many vagina owners squirt uh, how many? How, what makes them vagina owners squirt? Mm-hmm. Is squirting always an orgasm? No. Is squirt is a squirting orgasm better than a non-squirting one? Do men and women like partners who squirt? And so many more. That is. Uh, that's the beginning. The interesting, intro. interesting, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I. Mean, I. I, um, I feel like now I'm like I'm on, I'm on the hunt for. It was like, it, it was a, it, you know, when I had that, that discovery, like, oh, wow, I really love fishnets. Yeah. Same thing. You like the squirting. Oh, man. But you don't like cleaning. 
That's but why. You know what? The whole time I was cleaning, I was like, it was worth it. it this is worth the, the effort. Oh, great. And don't say I don't like cleaning. Are you kidding me? I, you come home to this house spick and span. The other day, yeah. I, I had like, I was a, I was literally a fucking madman cleaning this house the other day. Yeah, you did a really good job. Thanks. It just doesn't last that long. You, yeah, you did a really great job of cleaning. There's one thing that I've been meaning to ask oh, you. Fuck you. All right, what? Listen, listen. <laughs> Listen. I'm li- I'm listening. Okay. Oh, oh, my ears are wide open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? If there, okay, you cleaned the kitchen the other day, and you did such a good job, and I'm so grateful. Thank you. There's just one thing you could do uh, to that wouldn't take much longer to add on to the kitchen cleaning that it would make a world of difference, and it's just wiping the surfaces off, wiping the counters and the table off. Because it's really disheartening to come in and set my phone down in a what I didn't realize is a puddle of dirty dishwater or some chocolate milk, let's say. Okay. From, leftover from the blender. All right. That, yeah. The, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, you know what? Usually I do do something like that, but also I, I went to blend some chocolate milk. But yeah, all, okay, the, yeah, all yeah, the counters yeah. were wet and the table yeah, yeah, yeah. was, yeah, okay, still had ketchup yeah, yeah, on yeah, it. Sure, so sure, it's, sure. you know. Uh, Look, just, I'm fucking trying, all right? We live in a house full of, uh, full of uh, just. Just bad boys and and rocket, just just fucking. We're, we're, it's a zoo in this place. It's a goddamn zoo here. <laughs> and I'm trying to, and I'm, a, and I feel like a zookeeper. Oh yeah, you I'm feel doing like a my best. Too? I'm doing my best. Okay, yeah. No, I think you're doing great. And I. Uh, this is exactly why I want my own space, my own place. I've been saying it for years. I know, and I t- I couldn't <laughs> fucking agree with you more, and especially now that the, that we've gotten into Polly, yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. I want my own space so that all of that mess, if it is a mess, it's, it's all my mind. mess. I, isn't and it I can some, take care of it whenever I want? When it's your own mess, it's it's specific. Yeah. It tells a story about your day. <clears throat> it does it's fu- it's like quite artistic. And there are messes that I make that you don't make, and messes that you make that I fucking certainly do not make. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Oh, we don't have to get into that. But all I'm saying is, what are the f- <laughs> messes that I make <laughs> that you certain? All right, our our whole system shut down because we were getting so heated about the cleaning. Um, we had to take it outside. Let's be honest. Yeah. Right. Um, <clears throat> all right. Well. Anyway, here's to 2019 and continuing. Oh, speaking of continuing the the sex checkoff thing. So, um, uh, this weekend, um, which will have been last weekend, um, uh, Beck and I are going to Toronto and we're going to go to, we're going to go to Oasis. Oh, fun. Tomorrow night. We're going to go tomorrow night. So, uh, that'll be fun. You don't have to like make reservations or anything like that. You just walk. I don't think I'm going to do some research tonight and look into it, but I, I don't think so. I think you just show up and pay the door fee and fantastic. Have at her. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Also, Becca has no idea that I'm surprising the fuck out of her. With that? Uh, nope. Oh, with the other thing. Yeah. Well, we can, it'll be we done. Can say by it now. Time, it'll be right? done. I don't want to say it out loud. Still, it makes me feel like we still got to keep it secret. Taking her to see Kurt Vile. Surprise, Becca. And she also doesn't know that two of her best friends will be there. That's fucking awesome. From here, she thinks that they're going to see Kurt Vile tonight in Montreal. That's great, baby. What are we doing for my birthday? I won't be here. I'll be in LA. I'll be in Los Angeles. Although you're going, you're like, aren't you going to like Ecuador or some shit in March? No, I'm not going. Oh, okay. Well, we can talk. I want to, I would love to do something really nice for your birthday. Next year for your birthday, I don't give a flying shit balls what anybody says. 
we and whoever else is coming with us are going to Disney World. Yeah, that'd be great. Period. Yeah, I'd love that. All right, I'll start booking it. Okay. Okay. Turn me on. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. <clears throat> All right, let's, uh, let's get to this week's episode. I'm f- so freaking excited. Uh, we're, it, we're, this, is, this actually isn't a normal episode. This, is a me- this week... Is a mashup. It's a meta episode. It's an episode within an episode. It's an episode. It's a. It's an Inception episode. It's two podcasts to, that came together and consensually fucked in the most beautiful. I was seriously way. left out in that combo because you got your mail on mail experience and <laughs> and everyone was mail on mail and i was the was, only one it was a lot of mail on mail <laughs> we sat down with uh tom and elliot from do you queer what i queer which is a a podcast out of uh out of toronto um that speak to uh the the lgbtq queer world um and and the issues and and topics at hand in in that space in Toronto uh, specifically and 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 I mean, maybe not specifically but, but that's where they are large yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and um, uh, Tom actually we knew Tom through through Ryerson Bridie and I had met Tom through Ryerson Theater School where we studied and met and uh, they are <laughs> they are such a fucking delight <clears throat> it was so nice to chat with them and to hear what it is that they're up to and. And uh, it's always so fucking nice to sit down with people who podcast. Yeah. God. So it's so nice to chat the with The sound of all of our voices together. No. Just I'm in st- harmony. No, no, no. Smooth, charming. No, no. The way the conversation flows. It was really we share fun. the space so well. Also, I should say, if you like uh, boy butts, Elliot's uh, rear end is up on our Instagram right now. It's like a peach. It's, it is a nice little rump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, kind of had a little bit of a crush on Elliot. <laughs> See, Elliot's the kind of guy that <clears throat> if I was gonna, if I'm gonna like make that that step, yeah, and just fucking go for it, Elliot would also be one of those he's boys. Gonna be on your list. Yeah, he's 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 not too hairy, right? He's, he's, he's got a <laughs> softness about him. Okay, yeah, very yeah. He's attractive. Yeah. Also, some of a mustache. I like I like guys with mustaches. I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't know, man. It's like looking in a mirror. It's, oh, sort of. I don't really have a mustache, though. Anyway, uh, we hope you guys, y- y'all enjoy um, uh, this conversation that we had. And and when you're done, go over to iTunes or, or wherever you get your podcasts and look up Do You Queer What I Queer. Give them a listen. Leave them, leave them a rating and a review. Tell them that Turn Me On podcast sent you there. And uh, yeah, just spread the podcast love. Yeah, absolutely. Enjoy. I'm really happy about how this conversation went. <clears throat> and we'll see you on the other side. Said the gummy bear to the tiny twink. Ouch. Do you queer what I queer? Come ye tune in for more. I want to get... Okay, what do you mean a gender... Because my... Our sister, my sister-in-law, just had one for her baby, and I was like, "I don't know if we can, if you can do that anymore." A gender reveal party? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty presumptuous. Assumptuous, presumptuous. What's the word? I like both of them. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Assumptuously presumptuous. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The and things it's just really like the binary is just so strong with those because then like. You know, it's like t- tiaras or tractors. Like, mm-hmm. wait, hold on a second. Like, mm-hmm. I I was at a gender reveal party that? once though, and it it was probably one of the the most cherished memories I'll ever have. Aww. It was uh, it was my sister's gender reveal party for her for her first baby, and she has twin boys from a, like her husband has twin boys from a previous relationship, mm. so she's like stepmom to these two seven year old twin kids, right? And the the idea of the, of the gender reveal, like they got kind of creative with it. They went to a baker. They they gave the baker this like envelope. Inside it was the the gender. So no one, none of us knew. The baker took it. The genitals. It said penis or vagina. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The baker took yeah, it. Yeah, right. And if, if it was, yeah, if it, if 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 he opened up a pe- and a penis fell out, yeah. And he made he made uh, cupcakes, and the inside of them he filled it with blue icing. Mm. Or if it, if a vagina popped out of it, he put pink icing. Okay. Fucking classic, right? right? So the whole idea was we were going to get these cupcakes, get together, and then bite into them, and then figure out, oh, Natasha has a boy or a girl. But we were like, let's get the boys, let's get the boys to to bite into theirs first and and show everyone the twin, the, the twin boys, yeah, who are like what five? They were like at six, the time? yeah, Four maybe five, five or six. And so they take a bite in. It's it's a boy. It's big blue fucking icing falling out of the out of the cupcake. Everyone is like cheering and having a great time and the boys are like yeah and they're and they just start stuffing their faces with the with the cupcakes and i'm just kind of like sitting watching it all and and then i i catch carter the one of the twin boys and he's just standing there looking so like perplexed yeah and and he just kind of like starts to sort of walk and like it's very exciting like everything is the energy is high and he takes a few steps to the left and then Power pukes, just, <laughs> just fucking cupcake and blue icing everywhere. It was the best. That's perfect. That. That's exactly what gender makes us feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Like, he's so ahead of his time. Like, yeah. To answer your question, though, I feel like that's our whole the whole takeaway from our show is like we understand it's a great ritual. People love doing it. Just keep in mind that your kid is going to have to identify themselves in a while. So, like, let's say it's blue and it's a boy. When they're six or seven, maybe have them like ask them like foster a non-binary relationship so they right. can have their own gender reveal if mm. they ever feel like they need to mm-hmm. break with what you have already projected onto them and mm-hmm. like how can you give them the canvas to to like make that because like mm-hmm. so often if you're just surrounded by blue or you're surrounded by pink and it's just like oh this is my color mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I guess like what do we do just put a lot of purples and yellows out there I guess yeah, yeah like I critical thinking think so. like 
expose them to media that that maybe people think is too mature, but like kids are smarter than people give them credit totally. for, right? Mm-hmm. Like totally. they can get it. Well, if you tell like my niece, she'll she'll be like, so uh, Bridie has a husband and mm-hmm. a boyfriend, <laughs> and Tara will be like, yeah. And she's like, well. That means nobody tells her what to do. How old's your niece? Oh I know, yeah, I know, it's awesome. awesome. Yeah, she's how old? How old? She's, uh, she's 10 now, but this would have been uh-huh. like, she was eight at the time, I think. Nobody and, tells her what to do. Yeah. What a great takeaway. I know, away. she right? said, I want to be like Bridie when I grow up because she, nobody, nobody tells her what to do. Feminism. I know. I love it, <laughs> I love it too. Um, before we get too deep in, I, I feel, so are, am I correct in... in because I don't know, I don't know shit. Whenever we're recording, Bridie does all of the legwork for this entire show. Awesome. So, uh, but I think you said something. We're it, is this like a combined episode of two yeah. podcasts fucking at the same time? Yeah, it's, it's a exactly it's a verse right. uh, yeah. flip fuck is what I would hope that this could be. Right? Amazing. Um, amazing. So sometime we'll be on the bottom and sometime we'll be on the top. <laughs> yes, power bottom though. Yeah. Like don't oh, always yeah, power absolutely. bottom. What yeah. is a power bottom? Uh, I think I know this. I think I know this. <laughs> Jeremy, what is it? I believe a power bottom uh, is someone who only uh, only bottoms, right? And and like and likes it uh, in a very particular manner, which is like hard. which is like in charge. So a power bottom generates um, the energy. Like so, a power bottoms like like backing up on the dick. Yeah, That's right. The top doesn't have to do all the slamming because the power bottom's like generating. The so force. as a lazy top, I look for power bottoms. So it's like it, you're looking for like a daddy bottom. You're looking for you're like to because I not, so. a, not a daddy bottom, <laughs> not a daddy bottom. That's something else too. Is that something else? It's something else, and it's wonderful, and I love it. <laughs> what is daddy bottom? The daddy bottom would be like, like someone who's like maybe thirty to like sixty. There's no real age cap on daddies, daddy bottom. I guess. You yeah, could, and yeah. they and they oh, want shit. to take it from someone who's younger. Well, okay, before okay, okay, okay. I could be a daddy bottom, in fact. <laughs> before That's we get true. too deep, too deep into it, because uh, I, I it? yeah, my God, it's this is gonna be great. Uh, why why don't, why don't you guys introduce yourselves for our listeners, and then and then we'll, Bridie, you and I can do the same. That's a great idea. Okay. Mm-hmm. Elliot, you're so good at this. I feel like you should just... So Tom and I are the hosts of Do You Queer What I Queer, which is a Toronto-based uh, politics comedy podcast. Uh, and what we say we do is we navigate the messy world of identity politics. Uh, and our whole gimmick is that we're stupid faggots. Yeah. I, I say it's a gimmick, but we really are stupid faggots. <laughs> I just like pret- I hide behind that armor of and it. And if you're offended by that word, that's okay. We're trying to reclaim it. You can reclaim it too mm-hmm. if you're a stupid faggot. Exactly. I saw the other day. Uh, but saw- only if you are? Like, I can't say that. I, that was a, my question. That's that, a good question. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of people who would say no. Like, like I want you to use it because like, I want the word to be like celebrated. And I feel like you would know, you understand that the word is not hurtful and you're reclaiming it in the same way that we are. Right. But if you were actually using it to put no, someone down. Yeah. Right. Then. I think I just probably won't use it <laughs> for a bit anyway. But also like your queerness like activates it in a certain sense, I feel. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's tricky. And that's the thing. It's the messy world of it. We want to yeah, invite these about, questions yeah, yeah. and conversations. And um, I guess our biggest bottom line is that we don't know <laughs> the you answers. Yeah, yeah. Your, your power bottom line? Our power daddy bottom line is that we, we're not authorities. Um, <laughs> we're not authorities. Right. We're learning. So, Sorry. I, my name is Tom. I don't think I said that. Mm. But um, I'm the other host of Do Queer or Die Queer. And the point is, is that a lot of people get scared over queer issues because you're always going to say the wrong thing. Yeah. You just always are. And so what we're hoping to do is go on a learning experience with everyone because we are going to say the wrong thing. We have said the wrong thing. And we're going to learn mm-hmm. and and we're, we're just trying to maybe take the edge off but not take the importance out of the 
questions that are being asked surrounding mm-hmm. identity politics. Because mm-hmm. it is very important. There's a lot of stuff that needs to be discussed. But but to because so many people feel like they're going to say the wrong thing, they avoid talking about it exactly. at all. And that's exactly. such an issue. That's Absolutely. such a huge issue, right? Yep. So yeah, I, well, that's, uh, I, I commend I commend y'all for doing what yeah. you do. So we've guessed that we hopefully have like uh, uh, diverse voices to come on and sort of tell us what makes them queer and how they're activists in their own way and uh, learning through storytelling. Cool. Two yeah. things I should add is that with identity politics always come the necessity to recognize our privilege, and this podcast grew out of um, us realizing. Uh, in this broad spectrum of queerness, uh, we happen to be situated in bodies where you're like white, cis men at the end of the day who have a certain privilege within this community in itself. And so recognizing privilege is one thing, but activating privilege is where we start. So uh, our, our politics come from, okay, fine, you were born into this privileged position that, yeah. that gives you access to certain things. How the fuck are you using that? Like, yeah. what mm. is the next step beyond that? And so... Um, we always joke that we're just talking, but we're inviting a hub. We're inviting a community to kind of learn and grow mm-hmm. from there. Does that make sense, Thomas? It makes so much sense. Cute. I'm so stupid. That's why I love learning. <laughs> when did you guys start the podcast? When did, when did the whole project start? Uh, we had the idea almost two years ago now, and we've been recording for about a year and a half. We've had 50 episodes. Okay. Um, and, Do you have uh, any favorites? Like if, if some of our listeners are like, I'm going to check that out. Should they start at the beginning and go forward? Start at the most recent, okay. I would say, and work your way back. And mm-hmm. I would say start from the beginning and work your way forward. Cut the difference. Start <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, and split your brain two ways. Yeah, and listen to one episode in the right ear. Yeah. And, right. So like, and so so basically, you're listening to 26 in the right ear, 25 yeah. in the left ear, and then work your way up from there. And then put uh, on episode 25, put a headphone in your urethra, <laughs> and then you can listen from the middle. <laughs> yes, if that, you have li- a penis. Literal <laughs> sounding. Yeah. Literal sounding. Wait, sorry, that's, Tom. That's Yeah, the sound going straight in. Women have urethras, too. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. This is why I see exactly. Women have urethras. Thank you. Uh It's been a while since I've seen one. Yeah, shorter ones that are much more prone to urinary tract infections than Uh, ones in penises. So would you suggest putting a headphone in it? Um, I wouldn't recommend putting anything in my urethra, uh, (laughs) but uh, I, I mean... I might <clears throat> I might do that thing that like sometimes pregnant people do where they put like headphones around their belly and Cute. like play music well, to that's sweet. Yeah, but I, I could I could put like one at, on the outside probably. Adjacent. Of, yeah. yeah. I wonder what that would feel like actually to put like a you know the vibrations of sound in into that, your that must exist as a t- as a sex uh, why do, oh, yeah. listeners sure. why don't you go ahead and do that and then you can email us in and mm-hmm. Well, there's there is that. I mean the the we uh, this is kind of different but like we vibe you can you I can hook my I can hook up some like some some like Kanye West to the Wee Vibe yeah. so that the beat of whatever song I'm playing is playing straight up into your hoo ha. Oh, oh no, that's really yeah. interesting. Yeah, you can link it through your through your the music on your phone. If anyone wants Let's, to send me one, my PO boxes. Let's <laughs> save the fetuses from Kanye West, though. <laughs> yeah, Mega. Yeah, Can yeah. I just say really fast before I move on? Also, um, anyone who's listening, please reach out to us at uh, doyouqueer at gmail.com. Um, rate, review, and subscribe to Do You Queer What I Queer on iTunes because mm-hmm. we need to get better at doing that off the top. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it, it, it that is actually a massive, a massive for anyone who's out there in the podcast land. Like that is a that's a massive help. Those mm-hmm. those ratings and those reviews. That's why I say it every goddamn episode mm-hmm. at the end. Mm-hmm. For our listeners, can you guys please introduce yourselves? Yeah, you go for it, Bride. Oh, hi there. I'm Bridie. Uh, <laughs> 
I am the co-host of Turn Me On podcast with my husband, Jeremy, and we got into this a couple of years ago uh, just to basically get more comfortable with talking about sex and um, learn and to learn more as well. Like I didn't have much of a sex education, um, not from my family and not from school. So I found myself as like a, you know, in my early 30s and still feeling shy to say certain things and wanting to like, I don't know, tear that down and, and just educate myself on on what's out there so I could stop being so fucking intimidated by it all and mm. maybe look, bring some new things into the bedroom. Fucking so. great. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. You nailed it. Yeah. I'm Jeremy. I'm your, I'm your husband. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and that's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I don't know. Yeah. I'm Jeremy. Yep. Yeah, that's me. And we talk a little. <laughs> I mean, we're, we talk a lot. Like, we're polyamorous. That's a, that, was, that was a big part of like why we actually wanted to start the podcast was because we decided to open our marriage and <clears throat> and we had a lot of friends and 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 peers that were super fascinated by like the logistics of that and how that all works and so I remember when you came to me with the idea, Bride, for for Turn Me On, you, you were just like, "We're going to have these conversations anyway. We might as well just put it out there to the world so that people can hear it." Yeah, and, which I thought was a brilliant idea. Yeah, and I've so, always wanted to do something with you. Yeah, I've always we've always wanted to like create something together. Yeah. Because I can't, <clears throat> I'm sterile. I can't have babies. Yeah. So this is our baby. This is our baby. Oh, that's really cute. That's so yeah. cute. Yeah. And for personal history, Bridie and Jeremy and I all went to acting school. That's right. I'm so sorry many, to each and every one of you Many moons ago. Yeah. I think there were enough years apart that we didn't really <coughs> run, we didn't really mm. this know is, each other too well. We'd see each no. other in the hallways and give each other hands. Nod jobs. and yeah, yeah. jerk <laughs> each other off. And yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. There's that, that old glory hole in the. Oh yeah! In the back oh, of that the... was you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Did you guys ever play the game in acting school where you had to no, throw? No, Elliot, I don't want to go through this again. Did you have what? to throw I a do. rope on the ground and then see where it landed and act out the feeling that the rope gave? No, I, I literally did that exact thing. It was a rope, yeah. and it was, and it went into my belly, and it was not yeah, on the ground. The yeah. Center, yeah, yeah. You put it yeah. in your body, though. Oh, yes, but I, but I took the rope. The, the rope but was the, on the ground. The design on the ground. Oh. You, you throw it, and it lands. I don't remember that part. Yeah, yeah, you're lucky. And then you embody it. Elliot yeah. is fixating on this one acting. I can tell you way weirder ones. Too. And you you didn't like that one? Uh, well, I I mean, no, I didn't like it, but I sure did it well. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. Because yeah. I, I, remember, I remember that being like revolutionary for me. Really? I'm not even fucking joking you. Oh. Specifically the- You ro- drank like, the Kool-Aid. Oh, I drank yeah, that yeah, shit yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I drank that shit up. It yeah. felt so good in my mm-hmm. body mm-hmm. to do no, that. No, no, it did feel good. And yeah. I, I felt feel psychotic. Yeah, oh yeah. Like it was, uh, it was, it was a definitely like a, I, I felt like- it was the first time I ever felt like, oh, there's a higher power. You know, like it was, it was, <laughs> it was a rope inside was, my body. That's yeah, it was yeah. it. Well, the the thing is, you had to like as you were as you had this rope in that knot or whatever it was in, like traveling around in your body. You also had to recite a monologue at the same time. That's right. Remember mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. And uh, been, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that I found that I I liked that exercise as well because um, it's. You know, in theater school, they were always telling me I needed to fucking loosen up and like break out of my like habitual movements. And I mean, I'm sure they said the same thing to all of us, but yeah. I was like, I really do need to do that. And I still feel that. So the rope exercise, like, 
yeah, like my body was acting independently of my brain, and that was fucking a I'm real relief. So glad I asked. Can I ask our listeners to pause this, throw your headphones on the ground, and just like put them in your body right now? I'm so tired of you. <laughs> like, I wish you would drop it. I exhaust myself. I can't really do. It. Okay, can I interrupt? Because I would like to say, if if Jeremy and Bridie, if you don't mind, um, we start our every episode off with um, coming from a place of uh, telling where we are emotionally Mm -hmm. and we do that in a form of a color. Okay. So we say what color we're feeling that day and maybe why. But you can like acting school this. Like it can be just a massive emotion. Right. So like like, my color today is like a it's a bright yellow like a beacon yellow and it's just like um, lasers on a mirror like yellow lasers sort of jumping all around like I'm part of some kind of jewel heist whoa and so I'm like working my way through these like yellow beams yeah. like Catherine um, Zeta-Jones exactly <laughs> in Ex- whatever that movie was that Entrapment yeah, yeah that was it yeah mm-hmm. it was yeah. yeah and so I'm just looking for my Sean Connery basically you know what's really funny about that scene is that uh, there's someone broke it down and there's these pillars along that entire room and she could have she could have just walked behind <laughs> around them. the pillars and yeah it's because so, the lasers aren't that's going. great that's part of my color too that that's part Tom. of my color too because like I want to find the most convoluted stupid way to do everything mm-hmm. <laughs> okay I yeah, love that's it sweet. Elliot will you go because I feel like totally yeah my color today is like lube colored it's um <laughs> i feel i feel slippery in the best way i feel like i'm like um i'm full of lubrication and i can really just mirror other people's emotions like i'm a little translucent if you shine a light on me i'll reflect it back to you but also i have a purpose like i'm to be used to be fucked right, right. i don't want to put this on you but i'm getting like a strawberry lube okay me. yeah i can be flavored like for flavor. sure yeah maybe i'm like a heat activated lube also there's like different times have you ever used that no oh, it, it hurts up your body it really scares me it hurts up your body. Uh, yeah i feel like it would feel all right on the on the penis but yeah. up the up the butthole up the hoo-ha that soft membrane no, no, no. stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah it felt like sitting on like hot coal oh really hot God. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just oh, Jesus. I just yeah. want to be helpful. To, do you know what I mean? Like, I want to like, I want to activate like, things. No. So that's me. I'm slippery and wet, but like sexy slippery. That's cute. Is it cute? For you? Mm-hmm. Thank you. So you guys, what are, what are your colors? What are Brady? you feeling? I'm gonna go with like um, a, a sea foam green, not because it's the color of all the coffee lids in the room, but um, because <laughs> I'm I'm feeling like cold. Like my surface is cold, but my inside is like kind of warm so I feel like a definite kind of like wateriness I also just went to body blitz yesterday so I feel like it's a sea salty kind of um feeling but with like accents Mm. like in a in a contemporary abstract painting that costs too much money with like with like a very sharp (laughs) red through it like complimentary Mm. but also abrupt um and that is that is like the tension that comes into my body when I get a little too caffeinated or like a little bit nervous. Preach. Yeah. It's almost like you drank hot strawberry lube, right? Yeah. Some might say. Gargled it like, yeah. first and then drank it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah or accidentally got some up my butt. <laughs> <laughs> accidentally. <sure>. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Ellie did air quotes. So yeah. Right. Um, I'm feeling like a sea of patterned black orange and and white wow uh, the very color, halloween the colors of, well the colors of the monarch butterflies actually oh. what i'm thinking of but it is kind of halloweeny isn't it yeah well. yeah well okay so this is great halloween and monarch butterfly because i'm feeling uh i'm feeling um uh uh 
pretty pretty nervous. I get a lot of like I've got butterflies. I'm feeling a little scared. Maybe even we could say scared. Halloween scared nervous. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, because I'm going to do something later today that I've I've never done, and I. And I, 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 I feel so like weird about it, and I, I'm not in. weird about it. Fill us in like strawberry loop. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to, I, I'm going to, a, uh, I'm going to go to a rub and tug. Yay! Oh, yeah, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. And I've never. Is it exciting? I I'm think a little, so. I'm, I'm a little nervous. I feel I, like I had a little a bad boy. experience. Uh, I should only talk about good experiences. Maybe I don't want to scare. No, you. No, no. I mean, let's keep it with the scary nervousness. Of, so, give me your Halloween rub and tug story. Okay, so I've already told this story <laughs> on our podcast, but whatever. I'll just may, may I? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll do it again. So I'll, I'll do the shortened version. So I was in Mexico, and uh, my friend and I were just like, "Yeah, let's just do it." You know what? Why not? Let's just go for it. And so I unfortunately, like, there was sort of like a, a, um, a plethora of, of different gentlemen outside of this uh, particular massage parlor. Okay, yeah. Central Like all just place. lined up? Yeah, yeah. Like a, like a buffet of some sort. Classic, okay. yeah. And so there was this one little twink, if you know anything about me, that I, was, that I wanted. Uh, but my friend chose him first. And so I was like, oh, what else do I like? Well, how else, like... Do I identify with my sexuality? And then there was this like brooding, like obviously straight guy in the back who was like like this. Like he didn't really want to have anything to do with his job. But I was like, oh, Tom that's just the like one I want. Tom just folded his arms. <laughs> oh, no, he zeroed in on him. <laughs> yeah. And so he was like, he didn't speak any English, and like my Spanish is next to none too. So we went in and um I was like, Oh, do I take off all my clothes? He said, Yeah. And so he starts rubbing me down. Or not like he starts on sort of like doing this like just yeah just like, like, just like tapping, tapping me yeah. and like rubbing me slightly like not at all a massage and it was kind of cold in that room oh. and like there was a little divider up between where my friend was and I was and so I heard everything that was happening to him and it was it, I, I don't know I didn't like it as soon as I sat down and he was like doing that I, I didn't like it and then he he kept on putting his like um, his dick in my hand like at, like my hands were like this and he kept on like placing his penis in my hands and I was like Oh no! I don't. don't like, I'm very selfish. Like I, I, I don't want to touch you. You were there to put your dick in his hand, kind of, mm-hmm. right? Right. <laughs> but he wasn't getting that. And then all of a sudden, I hear a little shuffle, and then he mounts me. He gets on top of me. <laughs> Holy shit! Like totally naked, and he starts like um, not fucking me, but like his erect penis is like going like he's swiping the credit crack. card. He's doing like, the hot dog. Oh. He's doing the hot dog. Yeah, and like. Yeah, I'm ballpark so freak. not into it. Like, like <laughs> I just like it's typical me. Like, yeah, like like my bravado like comes up short as always. And so I, I just have a couple. I was like, please get off. Please, I don't like this. Please, please get off. He was like, okay, sorry. And he was like, what? You just want a regular massage? I was like, yes, please. And this was like five minutes into a forty-five minute massage. So then I spent forty minutes. As this guy like awkwardly poked me, as oh my, my friend's getting the best hand job of his life. Yeah, right. I was really hoping you were gonna like he you you were gonna say yeah, I just want a regular massage, and he busts out the most immaculate like deep tissue massage no. you've ever had in your life. <laughs> no, it was awful, and it was cold, and I was just like oh. sitting there like. Uh, and then he like went to go touch my penis at kind of the end, and I was like, "Please just don't." Yeah, yeah. I I think I'm I think I'm nervous because uh, I mostly because I I, I mean. I had I had really great sex yesterday. Like it was it was fantastic. I and this is I've I've always had this like strong thing right where, where I've said I'll never pay for sex. I don't need to pay for sex. Like as if it's this this thing that I'm above, which I totally do, I'm I don't think that now. And and you know I, I now that I'm, we're in Toronto and we had this opportunity, we were talking about it because an, an old friend of mine 
works at this place. And she was like, you should come in and not not to see her, but to see like some of the girls that she works with. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that would be that would be a really interesting experience. But when I called to make book the appointment, I reverted to like a 13 year old yeah. boy yes. who was like who like heard the word booby for the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I I just I have no idea what the fuck is going to happen. That's really exciting. Oh, I kind of want to come with you. <laughs> I think I realized in that moment that I I think I really would like to work in the sex industry in some form mm. or another. Like I tried the camming thing <laughs> one time and I yeah. was like, I am not technologically savvy enough or yeah. patient enough for this. And uh, and I, I've always loved the idea of being paid for sex because I'm yeah. like, well, you know what? I can do it without getting emotionally attached. So why not just fucking do it? You know, I'm, as yeah, a I'm wants so behind too. that. Yeah, Tom always thinks that I would feel dirty at my first transaction, but I'm not super sure. Yeah. I guess well, it I just I'm worried about the slippery slope of it for Elliot specifically. Okay. <laughs> like, uh, right. not that, not. I'm a very like hot or cold person, and I feel like I would maybe just go all in. Yeah, and maybe mm-hmm. like lose. What I want to try is I've I been... was thinking about that in the shower today. I was thinking like if I do this today and I love it, mm-hmm. could could I could th- could this be like the one thing that I get addicted to? I'm not addicted to really anything except for snorting Snuff. tobacco yeah. and, and coffee and maybe alcohol. But uh, uh, and no, and now rub and tugs. Yeah, now, yeah. Could it be rub and tugs? I Quite don't know. Possibly. I don't know. Yeah. I just I I, I don't want to like. I do love a public hand job. Like there's something about that that's so like. I don't. Know, it reminds me of when I was 14 and Ooh. discovering sex or something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. I hope I hope that's how it feels because yeah. my my biggest fear is. My biggest fear is legitimately laughing. Mm-hmm. I I don't want to la- I don't want to laugh. I, I think you should allow yourself to. Yeah, because like if you're worried about laughing, you're gonna do it. But if you're just like in the moment, and if you let out a <laughs> few snickers, like yeah, right, it's gonna be. <laughs> I know that's that's what I'm saying. It's like that's it's not, fine. It's okay. It's like let's not let's not like pretend that we're somewhere else or not. You know, I, yeah, not I ourselves so. in the moment. But like, these are yeah. professionals too, right? Like if you laugh, I'm sure like their job is to make the entire thing go smoothly and to make you feel at she, ease. Yeah, and, maybe she'll right? laugh with me. She and should roll with it. Yeah. She should yeah. just probably roll with it. Yeah. Unless She's also, new. I'm also <laughs> curious about the legalities of like even say, even talking about this right now. Like, mm. is that we should probably I should probably talk to my lawyer brother-in-law who's mm. a lawyer. Yeah. Maybe. Let's just say the address on here, just in case. Yeah, yeah, sure. So it's. Uh, <laughs> I had a friend who went for rub and tug, or sorry, actually went for massage and thought you just get naked, um, but that was the symbol for a rub and tug at this certain parlor. Uh. Um, and the masseuse started by fingering his asshole, which Whoa. I feel like is a very big first step. Yeah, where do you go from there? Yeah, right. And he was like, "Oh my god, no! Like, I'm so sorry." She's like, "Oh, you were naked. I just assumed." I think it's a nice place to start. Is there no gray scale between like even touching your body and then just like a finger in the ass? It feels very man. If that happened us. today, I think I would be, I think there would be no chance of laughing and I would probably be like, oh, fuck yeah, this, we're, it's on. Like let's, this, that, uh-huh. I think that it would take it from, from yeah. awkward and nervous to I am now so jacked up and horny. Maybe that's the technique though. Yeah. Maybe that's yeah, exactly maybe. why it happened. Totally. Because then, I think then, I would want that to happen to me. <laughs> yeah. Then it would like, it's probably going to lead to something more. And then as a worker, you're probably like, well, that's, that's good for my pocketbook because, mm-hmm. right. you know, you make more, you, make you, more you, bank. Exactly. So yeah. Here's what I've been thinking about. Cause I also am curious about sex work and worried about it. Um, but my, because I'm a hockey player, so my friends have been telling me that like that's a big fetish in the gay world, like mm. hockey players, because my equipment fucking stinks, mm. like it is foul, like you cannot stay in the same room with mm-hmm. it, and so 
they were saying that I should wear equipment and then mail it out to people. Oh, oh yeah. Dude, yeah. That, that's like, t- I mean, for for women, I know I have a couple friends back home who sell their panties. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that like they will get requests of going, you Where know, I'm the guy t- will be like, I want you to wear it for a week straight and do some hot yoga while you're at, while yeah. you're at it. And they're, they're like, okay. So I think I would do that out. maybe. Yeah. I have a tip for anyone who wants to sell it but doesn't feel comfortable wearing it first. I had a friend that would just spread mayonnaise and leave her panties in the sun for a few days. And apparently it kind of oh. emulates the same stench. So I could imagine. For fuck's sake. Yeah, that <laughs> is gnarly. I, that we don't need a hack for that. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I would just wear it anyway, but I don't know. I don't know what people are comfortable with. What would you? What would be your rate? Because like hockey gear ain't, ain't cheap, no, too, right? That's so you're, right. You're giving it would up have the to goods. Be expensive. Yeah. Because like I've ha- I've had a few jocks go missing because sometimes guys come over and they want me to wear my hockey equipment and I'm into that. Really? But then they'll like they're like I've had two two times guys have said come in your jock and then they've worn my cummy jock home. Whoa, that is super cool. I love that. So then I'm like, fuck, I should have. Like, I just lost a jock. Like, those aren't cheap. Yeah, yeah. What do you play? What position do you play? Left defense. Okay, because I'm just picturing you in just full goalie gear. <laughs> <laughs> so the with a giant goalie pad. Like, yeah, yeah. Just full of cum. <laughs> just, yeah, just, just, just full of just a gigantic sub of cum. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'd pay Who's $20 hungry? for that. At most. $20, yeah, please. Yeah, you're a cheap lady. Um, Braddy, I'm really curious about your cam work. Was it actually just the technical stuff that stopped it? Like, that was kind of the only... Yeah, I think so. I mean, like, I had a pretty... I spent a lot of time researching it, and Mm -hmm. I spent a lot of time, like, planning what my niche could be, like, what my tags would be, and, like, what I'd be comfortable doing, and I I was pretty comfortable and pretty excited about my list. Actually, wearing a clown nose was going to be a part of my my costume. (laughs) Wait wait a second. (laughs) I I was at the house when she came up with the decision. I'm sort of rocked by that. Yeah. Right, uh, and I was like, I bet no, I bet it's I, somebody's gonna want that. And I thought, you know, that's how you make money is you tap into the fucking niche yep. and you go hard on it. But like, yeah, I was like, the interface for camming is very not user friendly. It's mm-hmm. like there's like a screen here, and then you got to keep up a chat, and then you got to know what people are doing you gotta like be familiar enough with the fact that like if someone gives you a coin i guess you know you have to like it reminds me of when i go to like when i go to vegas or when i go like into the casino and i go into a part of the casino where it's like it's not blackjack and it's not roulette and i'm like i don't fucking get any of the mechanics of any of this and it's, it's all so happening con- so fast and all around you you're just hearing ching 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 that's exactly what you hear wait wait explain this i don't get it well so people can like give you money like in in real time? Yeah, they give you money in real time. Tokens. It's like it's tokens. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's they pay, they they pay for their tokens and they give you tokens to do certain things or as you just talk to them and they're coming and going like you're like so and so's joined your your chat and then they leave and then you got to say hi to everybody and you got to ask them where they're from and like you got to be a host. That's a lot of admin work and while you're doing I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then if someone like get, an octopus. I couldn't tell if like someone was buying a private show and mm. then I think I was alone with them and and I didn't know what to do except to just like get naked right away and then it lasted like 2 minutes and they were gone like I didn't earn enough tokens to actually get a payout. So after it, that Now I was in like, that experience in that experience did you come out of that going but this is a fucking hustle. This is a job. It is because you have to like 
you know, everyone recommends like do it at the same time every day. Like you can make a good chunk of change, but it's a long game. Like it's not right away. You gotta you gotta find a following, and you gotta get regulars, and you gotta show up to work at the same time every day, and you gotta have a a perfect like setting. It's gotta be tidy. It's mm-hmm. gotta be like Ooh, right. you gotta have your outfits. You gotta have toys kind of in the background that people can see and ask you to use. And I was like. This is a very large investment of time and money. I strongly um, suggest people watching Cam on Netflix. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Ooh. It's like a very good representation of everything that you just described. Is that okay. fictional? Or? It's a horror. It's a fictional horror movie about a Cam girl whose uh, account gets hacked. and she like, But it's hacked by her. And she sees herself and she's like, wait, that's not me, mm-hmm. but that is me. And it's this, it's a very Black Mirror-esque. It's so good. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's everything. You're t- it's like all that world, that swirling kind of. And it's written by a cam girl. Mm, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. That's right. yeah. So this is, we had this conversation the other day and, and someone was saying that like it's quite accurate too. To it depicts it quite accurately. That's except, so I mean, cool. except for the horror. Stuff, yeah, and respectfully too, I'd say, right? Right. I left that film minus the horror, being like, I want to try this. Like, okay, that looks cool. cool. Yeah, that's good because when I heard about it, I haven't seen it. When I heard about, it, I was worried. Like, I was like, should we really be depicting like sex work in like a horror movie? You right. Know, and yep. Relating the two, you know. Cause... I think your thing wins. I think you're right. <laughs> I'm, I'm now on your side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you ever thought about doing sex work? Uh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. I mean, I've I had some people approach me to be like their sugar baby mm-hmm. um but i'm i'm a really big pragmatic like pragmatist and i was like okay but is there a grace period like do i get the money up front and like i think i scare people with my questions because sugar babies are supposed to be very emotionally available like i'm supposed to be um like very weak and kind of subjected to their will and i'm like up front like is it this 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 or this like when do i get it and people just stop talking to I me thought sugar mm-hmm. babies are supposed to be like um greedy greedy little like whiny yeah, it describes like, describe sugar baby. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, then I guess my sugar daddies have been looking, my non-existent sugar daddies have been looking for something else. Um, but a sugar baby is basically just someone who, uh, there's an emotional aspect to a relationship, but it's mostly financial. And someone, uh, a sugar daddy will pay for, um, I have friends who just go to dinner with these people. I have friends who right. have sex with these people. I have, like, it's it's whatever they're looking for. But because I'm partnered, it's always hard navigating a couple as a sugar baby and that's an extra kind of dimension because people want the emotional attachment but then we have to kind of pretend that we're not as emotionally attached my partner and I Mm -hmm. but yeah I would definitely do that and I would definitely try cam work I think it's something interesting I feel like I would love cam work but I just I I feel like there's not I feel like the the money is and maybe this maybe I'm totally wrong here but I feel like really the money is only in it for females Mm. I think you're wrong. You yeah? Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Well, OnlyFans, yeah, yeah. gay gays have OnlyFans like left, right and center and it's like um kind of like an Instagram thing where you, you, Yeah, I know a couple buy, people who are on OnlyFans. Which yeah. always blows my mind cuz a lot of gay people I know just share nudes left, right and center. I'm like, "Wait, people are paying for this. It's confusing." But mm. I guess there's a market. Mm. Yeah. I gotta, man, maybe I should break into that. I like the knowing answer. that only creepy old men will be I, probably. You know what? I am so okay with yeah, anybody too. jerking off to me. Yeah, me yeah, too. Yeah, that gets yeah. yeah, it gets me going. If you want to jerk like off just to the th- thought of me, I'm so I'm flattered. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Of yeah, course. I'm gonna jump on this bandwagon. Yeah. bandwagon. Yeah, I also agree with that. Yeah, I love it. I'm into the idea of having an Amazon wish list and people buying yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> See, but now with the Amazon wish, wish list, I feel like you're under uh, underselling yourself. Well, I agree. But to it's, me, that's the like that is the in kind sponsorship. Like that shit. That but babe, that's how it's legitimized and, and legal because mm. they're not giving oh. you money. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, oh. yeah. they can buy you gift cards ah. as well. So like mm-hmm. you know, and then 
and then there's like a Patreon. Isn't it absolutely fucked that it is illegal? Yes. Like it did. It just does not. And yet, it's the most persistent line of work that has existed, existed. through all of time. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there. I mean, yes, there are elements to that that world that that have been exploited, and and it, and it and it is not very healthy for for you know human beings. But like, I feel like that comes with every. Everything has its own version of like of this a seedy underbelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really love the like the <laughs> comparison of like oh, if you think that uh, con- like a carpenter doesn't like sell their body for their work, the, mm-hmm. then it, you're, it's, that's a little skewed. Or a server, like anything. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah. might I also is this too radical to say? I think it's illegal because of misogyny and because mm-hmm. of the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. God forbid, women actually take like take power. Do you know what I mean? I feel yeah. like it being such a prevalent industry. The same people who demonize it also probably seek it. And right? I think it really helps people. Like, there's a lot of people out there who don't aren't getting laid, and we all think like sexual health is very important, and not getting laid or in relationships where, you know, they're not getting what they need, and and I think it's better than having an affair you know going Absolutely. out there and it's like paying for a service so. and there's a huge uh, market as well for disabled people um, yes, exactly. and sex workers for disabled people so like yeah fucking make it legal yeah yeah no kidding <laughs> do you guys know andrew gerza no he's got uh, a little little plug for andrew he's got a podcast called disability after dark and uh he's a queer um queer man who it has uh, i believe andrew i'm so sorry if i'm butchering this i, I believe he has cerebral palsy um, so he uses a power chair. Um, he's very, he's like a huge advocate for, for sex and disability. And we had him on sick boy. I've been meaning to get him on uh, turn me on. Um, but his podcast is fantastic. Wow. Yeah. I'm now a fan. Oh, you guys for awesome. sure should get him on the show. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, did, yeah. He's great. That's he's amazing. really great. Is How, he out of Toronto? Where's he out of? Uh, uh, he's he in Toronto, Toronto and, uh-huh. and on Grindr, his, uh, his profile name is, uh, um, I think it was like disabled dick or 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 something like. Anyway, I'm just yeah. gonna walk around the city on Grinder now in the oh, hopes yeah, of bumping into him. Them. <laughs> right, because that's so to. different than what you usually do. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> uh. um, I have a question for you folks. Um, so I read a lot of this relationship therapist named Esther Perel, um, and you know she's not like she's not like promoting non-monogamy but she she has a book called the state of affairs and she's like rethinking infidelity and reframing monogamy and all of this kind of stuff and she regularly refers to the gay community as having like kind of a handle on the non-monogamish uh, uh like approach to relationships mm-hmm. and and i'm wondering is there like with with uh, gay marriage coming into uh, play as like a possibility now, do you think that that as a possibility, it's been around? Well, I know, but it, like you can if you want mm-hmm. to get married. Oh yeah, 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 yeah right. Um, is that like? Do you think that's going to change the monogamy question opt opt in? Hmm. Can I take this one? I suppose you better. I think. Um, I think it depends because I know some people who some gay people who actively resist the institution of marriage just because of its um, Christian history and mm-hmm. because of the history of oppression and what it represents. It kind of seems like an offhanded toss at the at the gay community when there's a lot of um, structural issues that are still happening. So, like that factors into this. But then I also know married couples who are open. Like mm-hmm. it seems like I know people who politically marry for for like the simple reason that they can and then it doesn't necessarily represent the same that it does to straight people so i think gay marriage as an institution is more of like a 
more of an expression of rights right. or, or something or like a, a, a political resistance because of that same institution. But people are still open. A lot of married guys that I know still play around or have the desire or it's a conversation. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's maybe treated the same way, yeah. although I'm not married myself, but my partner and I have been together for almost eight years and we have threesomes and we're open in that sense. And I think if we got married, that wouldn't change, mm-hmm. right? It'd be more of like a securing of property and getting right. into family law and just kind of um, if one of us passes away, like the property, you know what I mean? I think yeah. it's more of like a legal re- like recognition mm-hmm. than it is a spiritual foundation of unity, Right. Okay. if that answers the question. Totally. That makes a lot of sense to me. Thank you. I just, I've been thinking about that since I read it. Like I've been reading your book on this trip and thinking a lot about, about you know, like, wanting to research that a little more like the 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 like why why it's so much more prevalent in the in the gay community than mm-hmm. it is that's a really good question i i don't even know the answer myself like if i, I would... like have a guess it might be again goes back to like oppression and repression like we were taught to hide who we were from a young age so finally when we're able to express our sexuality, mm-hmm. we want to continue to express that sexuality mm-hmm. louder with more people. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Do, you think, do Maybe. you think that there's a part of it too though that that like that comes from like a evolutionary biological sort of background? You know like in terms of uh, or maybe maybe this is maybe this is not the way to look at it. Maybe this is like a toxic way to look at it, but like the idea that um you know in for as as a species like males typically are trying to spread their seed as far and as wide as possible and females are are taking that and cultivating what comes with that and and reproducing life and so you know if it's a bunch of males that are just getting together and and like do do you think that like men are just more apt to be polyamorous or or not polyamorous no. but open you don't think no and i think you should read this book that i'm reading because that what you just said is state of affairs yeah okay what you just said men want to spread their seed and women want the security is made up by men mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. which is right which is what I, when i started to say it i was like i and i know the answer to this <laughs> as it's coming out of my yeah, mouth but Look at us for all saying that. <laughs> there's a really awesome anthropologist named emily martin and she studies um kind of the social construction of science and scientific language. And one of her research projects looked at the way that textbooks sell the idea of the sperm as the active penetrator and egg as the passive receptor. Mm. Um, But in reality, the egg actually has a series of mechanisms that draw the sperm in and the sperm are just blindly fucking around. And the egg is the thing that like pulls it in and actively creates that. And so it's like coded into all of our language, this female passivity and male Mm. activity. But in reality, it's so much wider than that, right? Mm. God, that, cool. I don't know why, but that reminded me of um, uh, this this super um, spooky sci-fi film that came out a couple of years ago called um, uh, "Fuck Under the Under the uh, Scarlett Johansson Under the Skin." Okay. Oh, uh, the Tuscan Sun, uh, Mysterious Skin, the skin I live in. <laughs> no, not the skin I live in, but uh, something similar to that. I think it was like under. Uh, I think you're right. Yeah. Under the skin, but anyway, the whole the whole premise of the movie is uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson is like clearly she's some sort of alien, but like in human form and and in like beautiful human form, and she just walks about in in uh, in like Ireland or somewhere some UK smaller UK town, and essentially just like almost vamp- vampire-esque 
seduces men to follow her into her apartment, but then it just like they end up getting sucked into this black goop that is you know part of the alien whatever they're trying to do with the humans like the aliens are just capturing the humans and 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 they're they're just blindly cool like, and like she's the egg and she's just like follow me okay i need to see that i only ever saw the first five minutes where it zooms out and she's in that blackness and i was like mm. bored next but it's i'm gonna fucked. go back to it's, it. it's a slow burn it's a slow burn but it's a it's a crazy movie cool yeah. under the skin i believe is what it's called okay yeah yeah under the skin i have a question for you folks if mm-hmm. i might change the subject slightly um i was really curious about the way that so like you said at the beginning Brady, you started this project to kind of become more comfortable about it and i was wondering if since you both of you started have your kinks or what turned you on changed have you discovered more through talking about it like or or do you feel like you're just rediscovering more of yourself i think rediscovering more of myself if personally like i think uh i think our my interests and what turns me on is constantly evolving mm. and there there you know there were some things very early on in the podcast days when when I was thinking about all the the fantasies that I've had and how you know they they have evolved and evolved slowly but now that we're having conversations where I'm actually confessing what they are they're actually changing more rapidly mm. and that's really cool. I love that. You know, and, you know, I, we started and I felt like maybe I'm really kinky. And then I was like, oh, no, maybe I'm really vanilla. <laughs> and now I'm like, well, I don't know. Maybe we'll just both. see. Yeah, yeah. And my big thing right now is like, I really want to be more like v- verbally expressive in that I, w- I would like to. I think I'm right now I think I'm more dominant than submissive. And and it's kind of scary to to let that come out a little bit in a, in um, my sexual my current sexual relationship because you don't want to get shut down in yeah. in Ooh. the moment yeah. like and if if I take what if I take things too far and it's like I'm not into that then then I it's scary when you're emotionally involved with someone to to like think that's re- what the really fun part about casual sex is and like sleeping with lots of people is like I could be anybody you have no idea we're just gonna do this right now but when you have an emotional bond to somebody being, <laughs> being turned turned down or, or them not being in want interested in it mm-hmm. is is a lot harder to take so that yeah I don't know so yeah so no it totally does okay. how about you Jeremy yeah, I. What was the qu- the question? Was since you started this project, have have your preferences emerged or changed based on this, or yeah. neither? Like, have you stayed kind of the same? I I feel like I I feel like I just I I became more um more apt to uh accepting any of the any of the thoughts or like kinks or ideas that pop up, my, up in my head as opposed to not even allowing myself to go there mm-hmm. you know like we we've spoken to so many people with so many different kinks and things that i didn't even know were a thing i didn't even know were, were existed things that turn people on and and now nothing it feels like nothing really surprises me or shocks me when i hear something that's great and mm-hmm. i i remember i remember like soon into doing the show i was having a conversation with someone i think it was becca and i i said i said to her like i I don't think there's a single thing that I would say no to except for Scott. Yeah. I don't yeah. fuck with shit, <laughs> yeah. but that, but like anything, like if someone's like, I want to piss in your mouth, I'd be like, yeah, you should try. If you want to yeah. do that, then let's figure that out. Like let I'll, I will bring, I will bring myself to that knowing it gives you pleasure 
Whereas like before we had these conversations, before we got into this, I think I was, I would, I wouldn't allow myself to even like go there. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, but also on top of that, like I, I've also realized that I don't think that's changed me. I think it just really just opened up a door for me to, to be, just be more who I want to be. Yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah. I right. Love like that, I yeah. just, I, I'm. Yeah, yeah, it didn't it didn't change things. <clears throat> but you know, it, it also did introduce me to things that I didn't really realize I I fucking wanted mm-hmm. until after I heard it. You know, like when we got into like the daddy dom little girl stuff, like uh-huh. that was I remember hearing that and going like the cogs and the wheels <laughs> in my brain just like almost I almost imploded <laughs> on myself I'm like, "Oh my god, I think this is like I think this is me. I think I'm part of this." Uh-huh. Um, Would you be the little girl to someone else's daddy? Absolutely. <laughs> no, no. Well, so it was really interesting is like Becca Becca and we we spoke to this couple and it was it was a, a DDLG setup and they've been together for a, real, a, a you know, significant period of time and they they were like DDLG light. Like they weren't super hardcore into it, mm. but they were very much involved in the community and and as they were discussing, you know, the 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 ins and outs of their kink, I just remember sitting there going, oh, my God, this is Becca and I. They, like, this is legit. Every, we are doing everything that these people are doing, but I never had a, I never had a label for it. I never had a way to, like, cool, you know. Express it. Yeah. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. In the same vein, do you... I'm just worried because uh, worried. I'm interested. <laughs> I'm not Tom's worried. always I'm worried. I'm really worried about you, Jeremy. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm thinking so much about my sexuality and like <clears throat> how much I need to work on it. Like I feel like I'm I've painted myself in this box and I feel like I have a really like um, negative relationship with my sexuality. Um because I've like at the like, I, you're not my therapist, so I don't really need to go into it. But like, that's I feel like I really don't is. deserve it in the, in the end. You and don't so deserve sex. I don't deserve it, and so that's why I like weird things like exhibitionism. And <clears throat> I, I'm not sure that's why I like it, but um, yeah, I don't know. I need to, I need to have a better relationship with sex. Mm-hmm. Um, are you? I doing, don't. Are you, are you, I don't have sex often, hmm. and. Uh, and I, and I don't want to, and I need to figure out why. Are you actively doing things to try to figure that out, or or is it a little bit more of a passive sort no, of No, I feel it? like it's something that I've just started to figure out, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, literally this month, and this mm-hmm. conversation. Like, I'm looking at the three of you being like, uh-oh, like, I have some work to do, maybe. <laughs> I, I also, I mean, I'm, I'm with you in that I, I've just, I feel like I'm just recently starting to realize that I, I have a bit of an unhealthy... Um, a little bit of an unhealthy relationship to sex in a way too, because I, I find that I find I am having lots of sex and I feel like I'm having a lot of great sex, <clears throat> but I'm also realizing that I, I allow, um, I think I rely on sex too much for my own personal self, like worth and like, mm. and, and my, and like the way I view mm. myself Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if things, if, if say, say like I, someone bails on a date, which like you, I shouldn't give a fuck about that. Mm-hmm. I should really just, <clears throat> the reaction should be, oh, well that's them's the breaks. But I, it, I take it so hard. Mm-hmm. I take it so hard, but like it's, but it's, it's, I, maybe you see it, right? I don't know, but I feel like I take it so hard, but I really try to like cover it up that I don't take it so hard. Not with me. You're pretty open about it with me. Yeah. I think. Like I can tell. I mean, there's you don't you your emotions are 
like you wear your emotions. I do. Yeah. And so I know when I'm in the same space as you that that something's going on. I might not know what because I feel like there's very little like difference whether it's like a big thing or a little thing. It's like it's a hundred percent. It's a thing. It's emotion. Yeah. If it's you know? a thing, it's there, and it's yeah. yeah you're yeah. not going to mm-hmm. not see it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I, I mean, I, I worry that I'm the opposite of you. Like right. I'm worried that I'm a ro- shut down <clears throat> robot about it. And if someone cancels, mm-hmm. then fine. That's what I deserve, or that's what. Like that's what the world is, yeah, and right. that I I like lo- I have such great friendships that I like invest all of my time mm. and energy into, even sometimes sexually. So, and that like any romantic partner or any sexual partner, I just don't give a shit about. Hmm. And that's and I'm I like the opposite. I'm like yeah. I have friendships, but they'll always be there. I gotta follow this. Like, I gotta <laughs> yeah, follow yeah, my yeah. nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What do we get? We got. Let's work on it. Yeah. Okay. You guys yeah. Should, yeah. We piss. Meet in the middle. Yeah. Pissing yeah, exactly. each other's mouth to like transfer. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I was going to ask something else, and then I just went off on this tangent. But I was wondering because I know that um, you obviously your listeners really dig this, and are, is there anyone that's reached out to you, or do you know of anyone that sort of changed or developed new? kinks or because of this project oh yeah, oh, yeah. cool yeah. cool i mean full-on marriages that, that have been opened up um people have like again like uh, pegging is like yeah. one that oh, we've heard yeah. about Yet. that people like you know and a lot of people i think listen with their sexual partners and it's like mm-hmm. a bit of an icebreaker you know like oh, they don't I have love that. Yeah. yeah so like i don't know what do you think about that and like i you think you could maybe be into that and like daddy dom little girl stuff oh yeah, yeah. um the, yeah, we have a good engagement. Like people write us emails a lot and like say like, and you know sometimes we cover stuff that's more like sexual assault, and they're like, oh my, like we always get a response to that. Like thank mm-hmm. you so much for mm-hmm. talking about that because mm-hmm. that's another conversation that has to be like normalized. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah can I thank you guys too? Like it's yeah. so amazing the work you're doing. That's really really oh, exciting. Cool. Um, thank you. It's so and necessary. So I, I've, I, as I still told you before we started recording, started like cramming some of your episodes, and I, I know that like the onus is on me right now to be educating myself on things that like that, even though I don't, I'm not queer, I don't see myself like. I need to digest this information to like m- be more informed and like be an ally and be more supportive and like be more be more able to like speak confidently and mm-hmm. not shy away from topics so i'm just gonna say thank you to you guys too with doing with with especially the way that you do it where it's like it's okay to say the wrong fucking mm-hmm. thing because I, that shit terrifies me like we have people come in sometimes that i'm like i'm nervous about the whole time and i'm like yeah. please let's just get through this please let's just get through this and i feel like i don't leave with as much after that that experience because yeah. i've just been trying to do to not fuck up it's sort of a like a selfishly it's like a safety net too mm. because we know that these idea the politics change so quickly with a lot of these issues <laughs> so two years in the future we're probably going to look back on this and be like oh fuck we shouldn't have said that 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 and that yeah. as it should be though yes, right uh, like absolutely. that means it's changing that's right um, so like as long as we're all sort of under that yeah might i also say like for our i guess how queerness resonates with us politically i feel like you guys whether or not you self-identify the work you're doing is queer Mm -hmm. and it works towards a loosening of any sort of binary um it works towards a queer society you know and just even being poly is something that like just because of the way um amorous relationships are structured in society it's queer to to exist outside of that you know so i feel like from the outside i look at your project as queer activism even though it's not self-identified as such yeah 
Um, cool. Well, that yeah. feels good to know. Yeah. I hope it doesn't make you uncomfortable. I mean, we're yeah. also not the authority yeah. on that. No, no. Well, and that's, it, that's the other thing. We're very Ellen DeGeneres thing right totally. now. Totally. Yes. And there's going to be there's going to be someone out there who hears you say that and go, "Fuck that." Yes. No. Email me, please. Yeah. Please get yeah. mad at me. Yeah. Like, absolutely. I welcome that. Which no. is totally okay. valid and totally okay. Yeah. yeah. Totally. I have a question for for the two of you. Um, uh, if I how as a, as a self identifying straight male. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the best way for me? I've had, I have that my, one of my bucket list items is to, is to, well, I, I mean, straight up is to have an um, MMF threesome, mm-hmm. but with a little bit of like play engagement with the male. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of boys that I've met that I have a, 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 a low key, maybe not low key, a straight up crush on. <clears throat> but I'm so scared to go into that scenario and 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 like not allow myself to I, I'm afraid to do the same thing that I'm afraid about with this fucking rub and tug is like right. I'm afraid I'm gonna I'm gonna do the thing that makes them go, What the fuck are you doing here then? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if there's a boy that I see and I'm like, oh, I kinda wanna like make out with him. Mm-hmm. But I also don't want to like. I'm a. I don't want to. What if I don't want to fuck him? If he wants to fuck, and then I feel like. I would say say that. Get that out there before it even happens. Be like, hey, listen, this is my situation. I want to respect you and your sexuality, and I don't want to like build anything up. So here's how I'm feeling. I might need a quick out. <coughs> are you up to this? Yeah. Um, chances are, a lot of people are going to be up to it, and I feel like you wouldn't have a hard time dipping if you had to dip or. Right. I, I don't want them and also to you don't owe them anything, right? right? Oh, like, oh, absolutely. But yeah. my, my, I, I have a, I, I don't like letting people down. I have, I have a hard time disappointing people, mm. and I don't, Same. I, I don't, I would never want someone to feel used. Yeah, I hear you. You know, because and because I mean, let's fucking be honest. I'm, I am using you a little bit in, if in that With scenario. Sex, sex is. I like the, I like <laughs> the idea that sex is selfish. Mm-hmm. I really, I, you know, Esther Perel talks about that too, and she's just like. It takes that to lust, to desire, you know? Mm. And if you take that in your own hands when you're engaging with someone sexually, obviously, like, to an extent, you're, you got to recognize you're there with someone and not objectify them, but you're, res- you're responsible for your own pleasure, then, then that... Anyway, I just wanted to interject. Yeah, I'm totally. curious. I'm not sure anyone would feel used. Well, also, uh, what if someone wants to get used? Like, yeah. you could also find someone who that's their kink, right? Yeah, true. And then it's like... That's true. Spit on my face and yeah. call me worthless. So yeah. sorry, I was just speaking from a very personal <laughs> subject position. But anyway, but it's really I don't think it's that much different than like say um, someone we spoke to the other day who's a virgin who's like who knows she has mad anxiety when it comes yeah. to like the moment and to just be able, like I need I might need a quick out mm-hmm. and that that can like dispel a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. You know, even in like a hetero like Absolutely. engagement. You know, for me to be able to say like. I might get. I might need out of this really quickly. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shockingly, it seems like we keep circling around the same like uh, hypothesis, uh-huh. which is communication is so key. Absolutely. Yeah. Just be honest yeah. with the people you're with. Um, yeah. Which is so funny because we 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 harp on that all the time, and then and then when I ask that question, and this is the response I get, I'm sitting here going. Of course. You're like, I knew that already. You fucking yeah. tell me. You knew that. Yeah. It's very, it's much more simple yeah. than, than mm-hmm. you're trying to make it. Well, how about this? How yeah, about this? Yeah, here's yeah. a, here's a, here's a even, uh, uh, even more specific question. I'm coming back to Toronto in a few weeks for my girlfriend's birthday. And, uh, we're going to, we're going to do something. I was, I almost just, I almost just spilled the beans on what we were doing for her birthday. We're going to do some cool stuff. Um, but I want to, I really want to take her to, um, 
down like around Church Street yes. to the village. Yes. What would be like a what would be a really solid club or like night out place to go to? Can I start with something that's it's village adjacent, but there's the Oasis Aqua Lounge. We're going there already. Okay, cool. Because yeah. Sunday night's queer night. Oh, cool. Um, first Sunday of every month. Last Sunday of every month. Second, maybe. Second. We can correction corner yeah. this. Um, but one of the Sundays in the month is Oasis Queer Night, and it would be very easy to procure an MMF threesome there. And like, um, it's just very open and very respectful. And before you go in, they kind of trap you between two doors and say, "This is what consent is." Not in a scary way. This is not in a scary way. <laughs> trap you. Um, <clears throat> I loved it. That's why. I'm framing it like that. Um, but it's just, it's, it's the best possible environment to explore the kind of things you want to explore cool. in that sense. Um, but in terms of clubs. I had the great time. I was fooling around with one dude and in this room where you're only allowed to go into on the third floor with, I, I don't know if you've been before. But I haven't been to Oasis. With somebody. Yeah. Uh, so I was just like fooling around with this dude in a room with non-binary trans people. Like there were just people of all different sort of um, identities yeah. surrounding us having like great a great time too and it just really heightened my experience yeah the like, energy must fuck be... we're all just like yeah. who cares what we are we're all just like bodies like enjoying each other's bodies and then I shamefully cool. sucked a guy's dick in a closet as Tom laughed at me from the outside so we had very different experiences <laughs> you know shamefully no it was like in the closet cute like pretending that I was like so symbolic meek I know um, Tom you're maybe a more expert on the village though where should they go I don't know. It, it's tricky because uh, identity politics always come in, comes into play. The village is v- Church Street is very, very for cis white males. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, I always go to the same place, which is Woody's, but it's surrounded by people who look like I do. Yeah. Um, you definitely have a fun time there. There's lots of drag queens. Um, but honestly, the village is is uh, disappearing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, for better or for worse, um, for better, because I feel like a lot of, especially the younger generation, doesn't feel like they need um, their own a physical place mm-hmm. to feel safe, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. Yeah. And then on the for worse is ah, maybe those spaces are important for queer people who need safety. So, yeah, right. Um, mm hmm. It's I, no, I didn't know. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I you know, I did walk through it the other day. Uh, the other day, it was about maybe two two or three months ago. Um, walking to to an appointment, and it did feel a little bit different than from when we were going to Ryerson. Yeah, a little more subdued. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And there's less and less places. It's shrinking. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Um, but having said that, there are places that are popping up on like the east end and the west end. So it's like it's sort yeah. of like you know as the city spreading bigger and more and more like sparse. Cool. Sweet. Mm-hmm. I have a question for the two of you also, um, kind of on the vein of what we were discussing before. I'm wondering how you both feel about being pegged as like that kooky sex podcast. And like, I feel like a lot of media that follows you and picks you up and writes about you, it's very much from the lens of like, how wild is this? How wacky is this? And I was wondering if that maybe works against naturalizing sex or if that has to be your in to it and how you feel about that like, from the outside. I mean, I, I feel like no, I, I do really feel like there's, there is no bad press. I, I think that like as if you, maybe someone takes it that way where, mm-hmm. where they, they see it from this like lens where they go, well, well, like that's not helping. But then for every one person that takes it that way, there's, there's probably about 50 that take it in the way that I feel like I, we want people to take it. And, and so <clears throat> You know, if that's the way that, uh, unfortunately, if that's the way that someone like CBC wants to cover Termion or, mm-hmm. 
or you know any any media outlet who is so fucking afraid to even like have the word sex yes. mentioned yes. in any piece, mm-hmm. then sure, I'll take it. I'll take that and and know that we're coming out on the other end with some listeners that like really actually could use this. I love that. That's yeah. interesting because I found myself being like this week annoyed on your behalf when when I was telling people what we were up to this morning. And they're like, oh, turn me on. What's it about? So I, I would describe it and I would describe, oh, it's a polyamorous couple that I know. And then they would just like uh, like fixate on that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I don't want you to lose the point of what this mm-hmm. – of what your podcast is about by focusing on this one thing that a lot of people want to spend time on. I'm sure you get a that a lot, lot of time. people want to spend time on it because I think it's the most accessible thing um, about it. And like – when we did our seven minutes on a morning show the other day, it was like they the pre-interview was very much like you guys are a normal couple, right? Like you have a dog and you have a house <laughs> yeah. together and you have was, student yeah. debt. And it was like mm-hmm. they re- but the thing is, I think that's pretty cool um, because it's introducing it, and it actually I see it everywhere now, like people talking about non-monogamous arrangements and Mm -hmm. like I think trying to normalize and and that and like present it as an option in a more like gentle way so I'm actually okay with that my concern is like who isn't listening like we don't have a very I assume that you probably have a more diverse listenership than we do like you know I look out in the audience and I'm like this is all white people. And, yeah. you know, we have a we post a lot of butts on our Instagram and it's pretty much all white people. And, it, and, and, it's, and it's very heavily female skewed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like heavily. But I, I don't I don't. So here here's a little like, you know, very podcast specific shit like inside the, the business of all this is that I think a big part of that is because of Sick Boy straight right. up because the so. That podcast has has taken off. It's a, it has a life of its own, and it does very very well. But the the if you looked at our demographics, it's like it is like ninety five percent female, white female listenership between thirty five or twenty five and thirty five. Uh-huh. So when we opened up this show, um, we didn't have to like we didn't have to dig and and like slog to get listeners. We mm-hmm. literally just said, hey, all of our Sick Boy listeners. We have another podcast. We're doing another podcast. Right, it's right. called this. And we that we started off with this like team of people that were already down to listen. So Something tells me you'd have the same <clears throat> demographic though, even if that weren't the case. I, I don't I know think about so. that. I, I think so too. That. Yeah. I think so too. And I like I don't know what it is like I like why <coughs> like even in terms of engagement and like asking people who want to come on the who wants to come on the show and like talk about this stuff it's like is is why why isn't it more mm-hmm. why is it not a, is it just because like well white people podcasting like, you know <laughs> that might be because we have the same like we have the same thoughts okay. for sure yeah when we've had our live shows and we look out like oh right there's yeah only white people mm-hmm. and then there's Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes a specific person that mm-hmm. Tom and I also have a lot of conversations about white supremacy as and this word is something that's tricky because like historically speaking, it's like a very active politic of white supremacy, like Nazis marching is what people think. But it also is um, just very deeply settles into how we arrange our lives, who we're with and like being raised in a smaller town that was very racist and looking around and being like my friend group is mostly white. It is 
it is that fine line between like recognizing and trying to move outside of it. Yeah. And I never know what the right thing is to do in that aspect, but it's just recognizing that a, like a large part of that is systemic, right? Mm-hmm. And it starts from a systemic mm-hmm. issue and like even talking about it to a large part and recognizing it is is a something. step, right? It's, it's a something. Point. Yeah. Yeah. Um and plus you guys are East Coast based, right? Which isn't yeah. like the most like diverse place. I used to live in, in Prince Edward Island and Oh really? Yeah. That's where I'm from. Oh no way. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a lot it's a lot of like you oh know, yeah, there's similar, no diversity. Yeah, there. Like, it's I mean, not there is very... now. It's 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 starting, but yeah, yeah. Chinese totally family is. moved in like a couple weeks ago. Uh, yeah, on, one, on yeah, we have one Chinese. Right. There's the McDonald's and the McConnells right? <laughs> <laughs> and the Murphys. And the... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, yeah, like the recognition is important for sure. I would say. Yeah. Right. I just, I kind of, wa- I just wanted to be more relevant. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted to be more like the conversations we were having to be more relevant for more people. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Like, it just seems like we're still just kind of stuck in a bit of a bubble in terms of ex- experience and like what else is out there you know mm-hmm. i don't know but that's exciting that's, that's like your great. growing like, path yeah. right that's yeah. you have so much yeah so much to do but it, like it's the same thing it's like well if i'm gonna step outside of having my only white friends and is that like how do you do that in a tactful way like i need my well you we know? have those conversations too because right. we never want to feel like we're tokenizing anybody. exactly yeah exactly but it is important to have those voices yeah and like diversity is not the same as inclusion yeah does that mean yeah and it's also not the same thing as saying like oh because you're black you're cool like do you know what i mean like it can't also yeah. be that it, like conversation as well it's just simply about i think the spaces that you occupy like physically in the city and like mm. where are you going and i don't i i don't even know what the answer is in this instance Ooh. yeah that's a really good point troglodyting along yeah is that what we're doing no, quite possibly <laughs> slogging slogging thank you i like trogging though me trogging, too yeah. trogging along <laughs> yeah trogging along just elliot what's your kinkiest thing like what do you love kinkiest thing um like, what's the like thing that you think would shock people the most the thing that i tried um <laughs> that i haven't like explored further but that i like is like pissing in a guy's ass as he's like bent over holding it open yeah kind of whoa right. yeah cool, and then cool. like fucking it after i've pissed on it it's very hot interesting yeah now here we have a thing that we go back and forth on on this show um where bridie um, Bridie, and actually you, you two might be able to speak to this. Bridie likes to wash the inside of her asshole with <laughs> with uh, Dr. Bronner's soap. The peppermint one? Yeah. Oh and my she, God. Like, she'll finger her asshole to clean her ass with the soap. And I personally am not a doctor. However, I feel like if I was a doctor. I would never do that to my vagina. I, Ever. <laughs> and if I was a doctor, I would say you also shouldn't be doing that to your asshole. Now, Nobody has told me otherwise. <clears throat> true. Except for you. I do that. I finger myself with soap. Yeah. You got to keep a clean shop. Yeah, that's something different. But I, yeah, but... <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think you're supposed to put soap up there. But it, you know what? If 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 some people are, are, are taking piss up there, then... Go yeah. go for it, babe. Soap the fuck out of your, the inside of your butthole. Some people also do coffee enemas, right? And they like, yeah, that's, that's true. Right. Yeah, which also not good for you. No, totally not. Yeah. I'm not endorsing that behavior <laughs> whatsoever. Is any kind of anal douching? I've, I've heard l- I, I recently hear, that anal douching is is not great. It's, it's not, not great. Yeah, yeah, it's not good for you. I mean, there really? there is bacteria that is is you meant need, to exist yeah. in there. Yeah, you know uh, that that. It, when you do that, it, it takes it all away. But like ice cube bottoms, swear by it. Like hey, bottoms that only eat ice cubes. <clears> so have, that, you, have you guys ever done? Um, Wait, like, you're just gonna let that <laughs> bottoms that only eat ice cubes? It's it's not a real thing. Okay, but it's like you know if if someone's like really excited to if you're a bottom you're really excited to have sex that night you're probably not gonna eat anything because you want your asshole oh, to be yeah. shiny yeah. shiny. Yeah. It, it might just be so you have like a bowl of ice and like a wisp of air for dinner. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
garnish. Uh, yeah, and I only eat whispers. Have you guys? I forget the name of it, the technical term of it, but uh, like a, a cum popsicle. Um, oh. Are you familiar with this? No. Okay, so my fr- my 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 friend Yip. Um, who was like the first person that ever really my, my first friend that ever introduced me to to well that, to that and many other things he was my first like he was my first gay friend he was my first gay friend and he came out to me like we anyway I love him to death he's from the Netherlands and we spent a lot of time together uh, when I was younger and he's introduced me to some like really interesting kinky shit and one of them is cum popsicles so mm. the idea is that someone saves up a lot of their cum. Already I'm turned on. And then they put it into a mold, a cock mold, yeah. and they freeze it, and then you take that frozen cock, c- cum cock, and you fuck someone's ass with it. <gasps> That's the best thing I've ever heard. We need to stop this I recording wanna, right I want to do that to you. Yeah, that yeah, sounds yeah. great. That's our season three gimmick. Thank you for that. <laughs> that would kill That's the sperm, right. right? Like, you couldn't, like, do that as a, as a person with a vagina and, like, accidentally get pregnant, right? That's a good question. Ooh. I don't know. But sperm banks free sperm, don't they? Uh-oh. Yep, so, nope, those sperm are probably <laughs> doing all right. Wait, would that not be so cold? It would be nice. It would be very it cold. Sound yeah. nice. yeah. It's like a dead of uh, summer activity, right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, don't this do this is, today on a negative I'm just 30. wondering why. I'm, I'm happy about it, but I'm wondering why. <laughs> Did you temperature play? Folks, ever see that viral meme about <laughs> temperature the- <laughs> play? <laughs> Very bookending with the Can hot that be lube. The, the, the title of this episode: <laughs> temperature play. Oh fuck! Um, that viral image of that guy who saved all of his cum in a in a shoebox for oh years. Oh my god, it's so disgusting. And it, in a no, and it, for three years, and it rotted and turned fetid, and the no. shoebox was under his bed, and it's like green, and like you Black. can smell it There's, through yeah. the photo. <laughs> and the box, oh. the box started disintegrating. Like, you don't ever look at this. Don't ever look. at Oh I'm so sorry, listeners. <laughs> so foul. That was a real gag. It's so foul. I could like smell it for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I love when it. When it started Ew. breaking down the box, then I was really oh. worried. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sweet Jesus. Yeah. Where? Um, uh, no. It Reddit. Matter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It lives on Reddit. Thank oh. you. I started calling Elliot the human Reddit because he's you. full of this fucking shit. Oh my lord. Well, there was a Vice article that was written by a, a girl who. Um, cooked her own vaginal discharge and ate it. That's right. Yeah. Oh, she yeah. ate it herself. Yeah. She's out east. No. Yeah. She, she made like an omelet or something? Well, I don't think there was a ton of it. I think it was probably like, you know when you're making Discharge pancakes omelet. and you have the, the the batter that just kind of like drips into the tiny baby pancakes? Yeah. I think it was probably more like tiny baby pancakes. For a canker for nutrition. Try. I want to try. Just for curiosity. I think for art. I Would it be really? I believe yes. it was for art. For the article. I Would like it be that. really salty? <laughs> Uh, I don't think so. It's been so. a while since I've tasted vaginal discharge. Uh, <laughs> have you? Yeah. Okay. It would have a, I don't know, I don't know about salty, but it would probably have a bit of a, a bit tang. of a, yeah, t- yeah, that's the exact like a, fucking like a word. Sweet a and tang. sour sauce? A little mm-hmm. Yeah, a little uh, bit of like teriyaki. Yeah, oh, I think yeah, it yeah. would it be crispy? A Szechuan sauce kind uh-huh. of flavor. I think it would be crispy. Yeah. I'm yeah. starving. <laughs> 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 I've also heard of people getting high off menstrual blood. It was just like an article that flew by my Facebook and I didn't look into it. So if anyone knows more about that, what? I don't know if they're smoking it or inhaling fumes. Sniffing it? Like oh, powdering no. it? I know what it is. It's the chlorine from the tampons. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's what it is. Use tampons Fuck. and they, yeah, boil Ooh. it. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I, li- I like recreational drug use. I don't know if I'm going to rush out to do that one at my next festival. Yeah, I don't think that's a... It's a I'm going to pass on it as well. Yeah. But if you like, if you enjoy it, then I celebrate you. Um, I think this is a this is a pretty pretty solid place to put a period on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How I, I so we Bridie and I have a, a regular s- sign off, but I I feel like let's get you to sign. Oh wait, 
what is right we got to talk about this giant pussy yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. pamela is our mascot our lord and savior the holy uh, trinity embodied as a cat so yeah. just wondering what you guys when you look upon pamela today what so, do you think turns her on right now i am looking at a it looks like a ceramic gigantic yeah. cat yeah. about the size of bigby with a blonde wig uh she has all white fur mm-hmm. and um and blue eyes what what turns her on? Yeah, what do you think turns her on? You're, you, whatever you say probably will be correct. She is into lots of stuff. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with... I Honestly, I feel like she looks like she loves um, like monster loads. Mm-hmm. Like just mm-hmm. monster hot steaming loads of cum yeah. in that hair. Her in fur the, is actual, in the hair. actually brown. It's a frozen cum cat, actually. <laughs> yeah, she's not ceramic. She's real. She's just fucking <laughs> hard as rock. Jesus. <laughs> Sarcophagus uh, of cum. Yeah, but like just facials. I, they, lo, like look at that face. It's true. It is looking up like just, I want it. It's right very, very true. Yeah. Bridie, how do you feel? I mean, I think this is probably just like, you know, true to type. I feel like she probably, you know, when when you see like animals depicted in cartoons and they have the big baby eyes and they're just like, I'm so innocent. Um, I, I imagine that that Pamela probably likes likes to be like found in like a in like a, an alleyway like around a dumpster or maybe even in a cage like sh- like someone's abandoned her yeah. and then you take her home and you take her out of her cage and you want to go give her a bath and then she turns into a fucking lion yep. and probably eats part of your body oh my you just God. described me oh. really, really upsetting those are bang on I love it well you're sitting right next to each other I probably got there's probably a little yeah. energy little, transfer yeah, exactly. Um, well, thank you. Thank you for, for coming thank in. You. And, and, thank yeah. you. Thank you, too, so much. Yeah. Uh, do your queer what I queer. You can check it out on Apple Podcasts. You can check it out uh, anywhere else. Like, uh, Yeah, we're on SoundCloud. We're on the Android app. Um, we have, like, you can just Google us and find our main hosting site. But iTunes is, I think, the one that we... Amazing. Yeah, do the I'm most. really proud of you, Elliot, for not using, for going this whole time without using this microphone as a dildo. It's really hard not to. I yeah. want to deep throat it. Our cock yeah. mics, they are if, so they, if I've ever seen one. I know, it's cock crazy. in my face. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, well, again, thank you so much for 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 coming in and, and having us be a part of your your little project as well. And why don't you plug yourselves for our listeners one more time too? Turn me on podcast. You can find us uh, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to reach out to us, uh, you can hit us up at turnmeonpodcast at gmail or slide into the DMs at turnmeonpodcast on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's pretty, that's that's basically it. Yeah, we'd love it if you're hearing it for the first time. If you could go on over and rate, review, and subscribe. Mm-hmm. Ditto to us. And while you're there, yeah, yeah, just slide on over. Uh, that is it for this week. Go fuck yourself. See you next Tuesday. Bye.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.